And welcome back to And welcome back to yet another podcast about video games. This is the Stop and Swap cast. I'm Brad. And I'm Craig. And today we're going to talk about nothing. Nothing. Which is something. Seinfeld? Yes, it's something. Nothing is something. No, today we're going to talk about our antics at Retro World Expo a couple weeks ago. And the Nintendo Switch. Nintendo Switch? What's that? Who cares? But first, what have you been playing? Playing? Uh, last episode I noted that I had just started the uh, Gears of War 4 campaign. And I would like to announce that I beat it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, my friend Joe and I, we beat it together on the uh, the hardcore difficulty, which is the second hardest, because that was all we really felt like we could do. Because it's been years since we played Brad. Years! Years. So, uh, it was a very good game overall. I have not played anything really beyond the campaign, but the campaign was a lot of fun, and uh, a good twist and change on what the games used to be. So I'm glad that they like made it a little more story driven i guess character driven as opposed to just angry dudes going to kill shit so now it's the time it was angry dudes killing shit and then there was a girl with them too although there was a girl in the last game too but that's besides the point so i recommend it uh after that uh the uh, jackbox party pack 3 came out yeah how's that uh i can speak for three of the games in it that three of them are fun so uh, how, how's quiplash 2 Quiplash 2, it's, um, it's, it's hard to say that I don't like it as much because it's just different questions. I just don't think I'm like used to it yet, but they're, uh, they require some more thought, I feel. But again, it might just be because I'm not, you know, used to answering for them yet. Um, Uh, is, is, is round three any different? They changed round three. Uh, so round two, one and two are basically the same thing. I think it's like standard points and double points. Yeah. Round three, there's actually different types of, things you can do okay uh there's a standard there's one called word lash which is like the one in quiplash one where you all get the same prompt or whatever and you get you do your answer and then there's also um i've only gotten one other one and it was called a comic lash and it gave you like a two panel comic and you basically need to fill in the word for the second panel or like maybe the different panel i'm not sure of that comic so like in the one we played it was like a it was a, it was a flower. I think it was like a sunflower and, and like, like there were two of them and one flower said something in the first panel and the second comic. You need to like, uh, fill in the blank. Yeah. And whatever it was. I could not tell you what we wrote, but I could find the answers. So. Yeah. I, I just, round three always felt oversaturated to me. Yeah. So like a really funny answer would just get bogged down with a bunch of really bad answers. Yeah. And it just wasn't as funny. Just, but yeah. Still a fantastic game. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also no longer vote for the same answer three times. You can vote for three different ones. Okay. And I believe it's like a bronze, silver, gold. Like you go in order like your first best, second best, third best, or whatever it is. So okay. there's different ratings. I think that's how it works. I'm not – I haven't really like studied it too much. Um, the other thing of note is that uh, you can that you can have leaderboards, like permanent leaderboards for your game. Uh, you can have, you can require friends who are planning to log in with their Twitch login. Okay. And it'll pop up with your Twitch name, 
which the aggro Craig is one character too long, so it says the aggro Craig dot dot dot, oh. which, is, which is annoying. It's it's thirteen characters instead of twelve. Um, so let's see. So yeah, so like in in Mike, the enemy of the podcast game, uh, our leaderboards, a lot of our PAX friends on there, and you know it's it shows uh, like the top ten. And it's the, um, I think it shows their top score overall, like how many quiplashes that they've had. Mm-hmm. And maybe a couple other things, I forget exactly. And I, and I, uh, was it? That's all I remember. But anyways, uh, and, uh, also with that, you can also, it also saves your, uh, like maybe your 10 most recent games, like all the answers. Like, so you can go back and like tweet them out. That's cool. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's pretty good. And then, uh, the other games in it, like, uh, there's Gaspionage, which there's, um, so many questions that you get, and you're supposed to, it's, um, it's like a percentage-based game, so they did, like, surveys for people, and, like, kind of like a family feud, I guess, in a way, but, uh, so there would be a question where it's, like, uh, how many people, like, make funny, uh, Wi-Fi names for their house or whatever, like, what percentage of people? And the person who gets the prompt has to guess the percentage that they think it might be, uh, from zero to a hundred percent. And, uh, so let's say if I guess 44% and then everybody else has to guess if they think it's above or below that. So you can get like, you know, within, uh, so there's like a, a plus or minus 10%, whatever you think it might be. But there's also like a double down where you can get double the points. So you can think like it's, uh, more than 25% or less than 25% of what they said. You'd be thinking they're way off. So. Uh, that's that one, which is kind of fun. And then there's a murder trivia party. Murder trivia party is pretty fun. It's literally just like kind of like a spooky game in uh in like a theme, so it's fun for Halloween right this time of year. And uh, say so everybody starts off, you all get questions, and then if you get the question wrong, you get put into a trial, and you need to basically answer that question right or just get lucky and survive. And uh, if you die, then your character is dead. And once everybody but one person is dead, you basically go to, like, a final round. And you kind of need to, like, escape by answering, like, a bunch of flash questions. And if you... You can essentially come back to life that way and win. Which I, uh... Did, I think? I don't know. I won I won two games out of, like, the three or four that I played that way. So... But everybody still gets trivia questions. You can, like, win... You get, like, prize money in the game or whatever and... That that matters too for some reason I don't know. Surviving is the only thing that truly matters though. But uh, I will be picking that up eventually, and we can play that and have fun. Fun is fun. Yeah. Um, I guess like I mean, the other night there was a uh, in one of the things like uh, if like let's say six of us died, and uh, one of the things was all right. Here's a pile of money. If if nobody takes any money, everybody survives. If one person takes all the money, uh, like the only person, one person is the only one that takes money, they die. And if like more than one person takes money, then those people live, but everybody who doesn't dies. So right away, a few people like answer and they're like, all right, we're not taking money guys. Right. And then someone was like, oh shit, we're playing with Craig. He's going to take money. (laughs) (laughs) And they were right. So (laughs) I think, I think there were three of us that took money and everybody else fucking died. It was great. (laughs) So it was, uh, uh, it was it was entertaining, and I was like, "Shit, they know me too well." So, uh, yeah, that was that was fun. Uh, and I haven't played the other games yet. There's uh, 
there's one that you it's you draw you draw t-shirts and you i think you vote on them and apparently you can then buy those t-shirt designs online yes mike was saying that yeah so uh that's something that i would like to try eventually i'm i would be shit though but if i could make something funny at least i'd be happy you never know what you what would happen <laughs> exactly you especially never know. With, with me on there I'll just write like fuck balls on there and we'll just somebody will just buy t shirts of it. I don't know. And then uh there's one more which apparently you need to play that in person, so which we've only played over like Google Hangouts. So we'll need I'll need to wait on that one to try it. Um overall though I think it's great, just like the other Jackbox party games, so I'll be picking up eventually. Cool. Yeah. I haven't played a damn thing. I've been so busy with life. Yeah. And not playing games. I do want to start something soon. I don't know what I'm going to start. I think I'm going to start one of the Jack and Daxter games. Yeah. The first one. Um, Plenty of PSU memory cards. You can do that. Yes, I do have those. Um, but I did pick up, as you know, but our, our, what do you want to talk about? Retro World? We can talk, mix this all in there. Well, this is what I picked up recently. We'll, we'll right. skip, we'll skip, we'll skip. Retro World. Well, we'll get there in a second. Yeah. No, I picked up uh, a Goodwill. I got Oracle of Ages and Oracle of Seasons for Game Boy Color. Yep. And uh, I got them for twelve dollars. That's really good. Yeah, they were like I think they were like fifteen a piece when I I glanced. On, like, yeah, eBay. that's. Uh, I almost picked up an Oracle of Ages at Retro World because it was about fifteen bucks. I think it was loose, but yeah. I really just want a complete copy of it to match my complete Oracle of Seasons that yeah. I've had since release. So. So, I don't really know anything about them other than their Zelda games. Uh, have you played Link's Awakening on the Game Boy or Game Boy? Um, Boy? I never beat it, but yes, I have. All right, it it plays exactly like that. Like it's the same graphic style, same yeah. whatever. Um, except in color. Well, Link's Awakening Deluxe is in color. I didn't have the deluxe version. Well, neither did I. I've played it though. So whatever. Uh, anyways, uh, let's see. So they're two games, they're two separate games entirely. Like they're two full experiences, two totally different dungeons, uh, two different bosses, everything. Um, back in the day on like, so on the Game Boy Color, I guess, and slash Game Boy Advance, cause it came out right around then. You could, um, so like let's say I bought Oracle Seasons, I could beat the game, uh, and in the game you get like a few different choices, like you could pick like an animal friend, which would determine like what paths you can take in the game, or whatever, like there was a, there was a bear, there was a kangaroo, and a dodongo who could each have different attacks and help you like do different shit. You, you pick the dodongo. You you pick the dodongo. I pick the dodongo. I picked the kangaroo the first time. I'm pretty That's sure. That's stupid because you, you pick the dodongo. That's what yeah, you but you had boxing gloves and you could go beat shit up. Yeah, but you pick the dodongo. <laughs> I, there's no. Uh, I don't know like why you're not grasping this concept of you pick the dodongo. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so. So if you beat the game or whatever, uh, at the, after the game you get a password. And you can either write that password down or use like a game with a link cable to link it up to the other game. And then that would be like a second quest for the other game. So then the, the plot would continue. Like you're, cause you're in one world in one game, you're in another world the other game. Yeah. So it's like, okay, well you did this, now you go to here. Uh, I don't think your, your items don't carry over, I don't think. And like your hearts don't carry over, but. Like your your animal friend, well, I think you have them again, or at least they re- they remember you, something like that. And then uh, after you beat the second game, then it goes on to like a a post game, and then it's like a you know you fight 
uh, some bosses, some familiar Zelda bosses, and um, you can get some more weapons and shit, I think, too. So uh, I forget exactly. But it's uh, they're both very good. Uh, Oracle Scenes is my personal favorite of the two, though. Um, Ages was more puzzle-based, while Seasons was more, I don't know, classic Zelda-style dungeon-based, if that makes any sense to you. Sure. Yeah, so um, both very good. Uh, I had them both on the 3DS, on the Virtual Console. I just have not beaten either on there yet. So, But I beat both back in the day. Um, and I guess I should say it doesn't matter which one you start first and or play second, but... Uh, I think seasons are a good start because I think as, it's more fun. Yeah, as long as you pick the Dodongo. Mm-hmm. It's all that of matters. Course. It's all that matters. And, uh, yeah, and obviously, like, the the main, like, musical instrument of each game is different because, like, the, the Rod of Seasons, which isn't musical, but whatever. <laughs> <Rod>. uh, <laughs> the Rod of Seasons, you could change the seasons of the wherever you are. So you could, like, you know, spring, winter, fall, uh, summer, and each season. Uh, season would affect where you are and what you need to do things like that and then ages is time-based so you go past present future i think something like that or might have been past and present fuck i remember who, who knows yep i have them here yeah yep. play them they're good play with them right now you hear it i can hear it that's so much fun yeah um, I have not had any picks up since Retro World, so I think we should just talk about Retro World instead. Let's, let's talk about Retro World. Yeah. So we went to Retro World. That was fun. Let's talk hey, about the Nintendo Switch now. <laughs> wow, that's. Do you really not want to talk about it? No, I'm fine. I just right. I'm just going with my show notes, and I have nothing next to it other than just says Retro World Expo. Yeah. All right. So well, we went with our our buddy Mike, the enemy of the podcast, the, the enemy of the podcast, Mike. Yep. Picked him up. Yep. Yeah, we went. We, uh, we went we, all of uh, probably fourteen and a half seconds out of our way to pick him up. Yep. So uh, we went there. We went and got some McDonald's breakfast, and then we continued on our way. Yep. Got McGriddle, even though I can get it any time during the day now. McGriddles are available all day now, Brad. Only, only if you pick the Dodongo. <laughs> so much. <laughs> uh, You're gonna look at that Dodongo, Dodongo and be like, "Man, he looks stupid. He's like all cutesy. It's not even like dangerous looking." No, like I, I'm picturing Dodongo from the Game Chasers. <laughs> no, it's not Dodongo from the Game Chasers. That's what the I'm Dodongo. It, it might be high, but I'm not sure. <laughs> I can, I cannot confirm or deny that. Anyways, and, and or drunk. Uh, so I picked up Mike. We went on our way. It was like a two and a half hour drive. Yeah, but I, I will say. Having Mike there made the drive way better. Oh yeah. Craig drank another beer. I drank beer in the car once we hit the Connecticut border. Yeah, we he did that. That was okay. I had I brought three beers. I had two on the way and then one on the way back, and it was warm on the way back, and it sucked. But yeah. We'll get that later. Um. Yeah. We got there at like what? I think the convention opened at ten. We got there probably like nine thirty. The line wasn't that bad. Outside. No, way so way quickly. better than last year. Yeah. Way better than like it was also not raining this year. Yeah, it was like a really nice day. Like yeah, it was gorgeous. probably the nicest the nicest day of October, and we were inside a convention center all day. Yeah, but yeah, we went in and uh, we wandered about. Yep. How long did it take you to buy something? Oh, not long, not yeah. long. I uh, what was it? Five minutes in there? Ten minutes in there? I don't even remember. I'm trying to think of like when I first bought something because I I like I was eyeing stuff. And see, I, was, I, I, I don't, caved and went back and bought I, it. See, see where where we differ. If I see something, I'm just going to buy it, most likely. Mm-hmm. Um, first thing I bought was I actually bought a bunch of uh, 
um, N64 import games in complete in box. Um, guy wanted, it was five of them. He wanted 50 bucks. And I was like, Ugh. and you were kind of trying to talk me out of it. Yeah. Cause two of them I knew I had and the other three, I weren't sure if were they're exclusive or not. So I didn't know if I needed them and I don't speak Japanese or read Japanese. So it was kind of difficult, but I was like, uh, so I offered the guy 40 bucks. He came back at 45. So I said, sure. $9 a game. Um, really not a bad deal for complete in box. They were all complete in box. Um, and two of them I did have, but I had them loose. So I upgraded to a box version and then three of them I didn't have. And they were actually all exclusives to, well, the two, two of them that I ha- didn't have were exclusive to Japan. And then one was exclusive to Europe and Japan. So now I have a copy of that. So that worked out good. Yay. Um, so now I have a total of like, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, like 10, 10 Japanese box games. Yep. So that's pretty cool. It's almost as many you have as uh, English games box, right? Uh, I thought I have twice Wait. as many English. Yeah, it's still a lot though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah, I don't I don't actively seek out boxed games or box, but if I can get them for a good price, where I can get a bunch of Japanese games for nine dollars a piece, yeah, um, that's pretty fair. Yeah, um, it wasn't a bad deal for the games. I just saw an Ogre Battle there, and I was like, just get Ogre Battle. That's like one of the biggins. Yeah, biggins. Well, I, I went um, with a, a mission to the convention, and that was to complete my variant collection. Um, and I only needed two games. I needed – see if I can get this right. World is not enough. Crushed, yeah. crushed it because Craig knows. I always say GoldenEye. The world yeah, is not enough. I don't know it's why. Not golden eye. It's, it's not, not a GoldenEye, GoldenEye game, but I say it anyways. Um, and then I needed – uh, Road Rash. And I, yeah. and they, they weren't even the variants that I needed. I needed like the more common one, which was the colored ones. Um, and I got them. Yep. And, uh, I'll have to credit you for Road Rash because I didn't really want to spend more than like 20 bucks on it. And I was seeing it and it was like 30, 35, which is pretty expensive. I'm like, eh. And you found one for how much was it? It was, it was marked at twenty, it was and then 20. the guy pulled out of the case, and then the back was kind of shitty. Yeah, and he's like, "I'll give it to you. I'll sell it for fifteen. So I was like, "Okay," because I can, I can easily, whether people agree with it or not, I could, I could get like a, I think there's a, there's a Madden game that's a black cartridge. I can go buy a cheap Madden game and swap the back out and get a good, get good back on it. Yeah, um, or I could upgrade it, which is something I'm gonna do with once I get a complete NTSC collection. I'm gonna go back through the games and upgrade them all. Um, yep. the ones that need upgrading it. Cause I, like off the top of my head, obviously the road rash needs to be upgraded. Um, I need to upgrade my, um, star Fox front label is just garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, and then does, does it like, what's, uh, the razor scooter one? I think, no, my stunt racer, which is a blockbuster exclusive has a blockbuster sticker on it. I'd like to upgrade that. That might be a little bit pricey, but. We'll yeah, see. We'll see with the, yeah. We'll see what the market is. I'm not going to worry about that until I get one of every copy, yep. one of every game. So, um, but yeah, I'll let you talk. All right. Yeah. The uh, so we were kind of like snaking through the booths when we first got there, right? I mean, my I just said we should just go to the far end because everybody's going to be going like where yeah. the entrance is. So go far away and then work our way back. So uh, on our way through there, there was a booth that was selling a lot of. Imp- it was like all import stuff. 
And I talked to the guy later on. And he just like I was like, "Do you have a store anywhere? Like I could come check it out." And he said, uh, "No, he just does it as a hobby. Like he does it a couple times a year at different conventions. He just has like in his garage, basically." Can we go to his garage? So, <laughs> I know. I wish. Yeah. Um. He didn't. I mean, I he didn't show any interest of like you know doing it beyond the convention. So I don't really know. But yeah, he had a ton of stuff though. Like yeah. Just um, box complete games and loose games for it was only imports, like I said, and uh, from uh, Famicom. There might have been older stuff too. I don't remember all the way up to like um, GameCube, PS2. Yeah, he had some. He had a couple N64 games. Yeah, he actually had uh, one that I was I was eyeballing. He had uh, Animal Crossing, which for yep. those who don't know, the original version of Animal Crossing came out for the N64. Um, it's basically Japan only, obviously. Yeah, it was obviously Japanese exclusive. It was um, essentially it, just think of a watered down version of the GameCube uh, one that we got. It's they're, yeah. they're the, I, pretty much identical games, but the GameCube one, obviously, the graphics are going to be better and it has more to offer. There's more to the game, but yeah. you know, essentially the same thing, um, which is yeah. cool. Yeah, I think I think that was priced at like. 40, 50 bucks, something like that. It wasn't, I don't think it was a bad deal. No, I don't he, know what it goes yeah, for. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. Um, but he had it loose and he had it in box. Um, yeah. All his prices are pretty reasonable, I would say. Too. Yeah. Did, nothing did, really seemed like, I mean, it was like a few bucks over retail, I would say, but like, it was fine. For the convenience, you know, yeah, it's, it's, exactly. It and everything it. was like, everything looked like it was in great shape too. Like, uh, I ended up walking by him the first time, but I walked, went back later and got him. I got a, uh, a complete in box Japanese Chrono Trigger for Super Nintendo. Cause I, I was like, I can have a side by side with my US box. Yes. It'd be really cool. It and is. I was like, no, I don't need it. I don't need it. And then later on, I was like, I need it. So I went and got it. I think it was 35, which I was on eBay later. I was like 30. It's like 25 to 30. I was like, yeah, whatever. It's fine. It's, it's not bad. That's not bad. Um, and I saw the condition that I had to worry about it getting lost in the mail or getting damaged in the mail. It was yeah, in a plastic baggie. It was nice. And I also bought, uh, what did I buy? Brad, what else did I buy there? I don't know. Uh, uh, I got the Super Famicom controller. Oh, and you also got the uh, Gundam game. That was that was another booth. Um, yes. Oh, did yeah. you get the Famicom from him? The Super uh, Famicom controller, yeah. yeah. I did not know. Yeah, that. Super Famicom controller is a Super Nintendo controller, identical except the buttons are colored, not purple. So it's a little more vibrant and fun. It is cooler looking. Yeah. Um, and um, it was in decent shape, but the coloring's a little off like any other Super Nintendo or... Whatever accessory. Uh, and then Mike, the enemy of the podcast, bought his... I think that's the only game he bought there, actually. He yeah, was it was the of, one thing he bought. Um, his copy of Mother 2, which is a Japanese Earth, Earthbound. Yep. And it was just a loose Super Famicom cartridge. So, yeah. Fun, that's, like, his favorite game. So, yeah, funny thing games. is, is well, I, I know he has a big box of Earthbound, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, and he... We initially, when we first walked by that, he saw it and he's like, oh, I might have to pick that up. But he was like, eh, I'll wait. Yeah. So we go back <laughs> and it was gone. And he's like, oh. And then they, but the guy had a complete in box version for like 50 bucks. So he was thinking about buying that. And I go, well, maybe you should ask him. And he's like, cause he was like, he, he kept saying, he's like, man, I'm really, I should have picked that up. I'm really bummed that that was gone. I should have picked that up. I'm like, you should ask him if he's got another copy, man. And then he was going to pay 50 bucks for the box one. But I got the impression he didn't really, he just wanted a copy. So he wanted a loose copy. So I asked the guy, I go, hey, do you have any more Mother 2s? And he goes, yeah, one sec. And I go, there you go, Mike. 
And then he seemed a little upset. I was like, uh, I don't know, man. Like you kind of wanted it. You were going to spend 50 bucks. I, I, I think you may have been trying to look for an excuse to get that $50 one, but he got mother too. Yep. And he, I think he resents me for it. <laughs> it's only 20 bucks. Could be worse. No, it, you know what? And it's one of those things you get, you got to get something at the convention. You're at a, a video game convention. Yeah. A retro video game convention. You gotta, and you, if you get, walk out of there for only spending 20 bucks. That's pretty good. Yeah. He did a lot better than I did. That's for damn sure. <laughs> so, um, so we, after that, we kind of, I feel like we made the rounds for a little while. Uh, yeah, we, I, we all got pins. We did each get a convention pin. It was only five bucks each. So, yeah, so. that was, that was a nice little ba- trinket. A little badge of, a little badge of honor. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're nice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, wandered about. What else did I get? So I got those import games. I got my two variants, which is exciting. You got your signed for. copy of what's it called from Pat Country? Oh yeah. Um, so I got uh, Wind and Water Rage TNC Surf Designs for the NES. Um, I bought it off of Pat because um, for those who don't know Pat the NES Punk, um, he does YouTube videos. He's got a great podcast. Um, and he just did a, uh, NES book that he was there selling. Really nice book. Humongous. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, I think it was what, 60 bucks? Yeah. Definitely worth the price. Which I did, he talks about every NES US release game, right? I think for the most part. There's some like, he doesn't do, it just official releases, I think. Um, okay. um, but he had it there, but he also brings any of his doubles that he has. He'll bring them and he'll sell them. So I'm looking at this and it, I didn't need it. I already had two copies, but I bought it off of him. <laughs> and the reason I bought it off of him is because my second copy I got from the Game Chasers. Um, when you pre-ordered season one on their Indiegogo, you could do uh, a t-shirt and game bundle. Um, and you get a t-shirt and you get a random game that they would send you. And so I got, I was hoping to get a game that I didn't have, but I got uh, TNC Surf Designs. So I was like, oh, I have this game. So my goal was to have them sign it. Now, I could have emailed the Game Chasers when I pre-ordered it to have them sign it, but I was like, no, I want to meet them in person. So last year, the first Retro World Expo, I brought the game and had them sign it. So then Pat is now, flash, you know, flash forward to this year, he's selling a copy, and I go, Pat, how much? And he goes, four bucks. I'm like, okay. I So I'm, I'm handing him a $5 bill. I'm like, this is the... This is the third copy. He's like, huh? And I'm like, well, you sign it. So he signs it. And I just told him to keep the buck. So I paid a, <laughs> I paid $4 for the game and a dollar for his signature. <laughs> and I told him why because I had the – so it's actually proudly displayed right next to my copy signed by the Game Chasers. So I think that might be a, like a little thing is when I meet kind of YouTube stars that I like. Uh, I'll bring a copy of that if I can get it cheap and have him sign it. So I'm trying to think of uh, – who to get next? Maybe I'll get like uh, Norm, gaming historian. Yeah, that'd be co- cool. Maybe maybe Wood. He's at the bottom of the rung though. Yeah, Wood's cool. But Wood I understand. Is, yeah, Wood is cool, but I think Norm Norm takes precedent over Wood. Yeah, I mean, you can't do it all at once either. You got to no. space it out. Because I was I was I was asking you when I bought it. I'm like, should I have the rest of the? Uh, should I have like Norm sign it? But I was like, no, maybe I should just have it like. Individual. So I have the NES Punk signed it, and then I have the Game Chaser signing it. So I'll get the game. I'll get the gaming story next. I think he's 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 in my sights for next year. Yeah. So, Good. 
Yeah, that was a stupid purchase. <laughs> um, let me uh, let me try to think what else I got. I picked up a copy of uh, Doctor Mario on the NES and uh, Krusty Super Venus for Super Nintendo from a booth. The booth that probably the best prices at that convention. It was just this dude. That guy, dude at the table. Dude, dude, yeah. Just dude at the table. As he had, uh, he had some really good games. Yeah. He didn't have a, like a ton, but he had like a really good games and everything was priced super fair. Yeah. Like, like ridiculously fair. Like you, you didn't want to haggle with the guy. You'd be like, Hey man, there you go. Yep. Um, unfortunately I didn't need anything on his table. So yeah, there were a couple things I was like, I could get, but it was just nothing that like, yeah. I had to have, I should say. And yeah. so I, you know, I was, I looked at a couple things that's like, I'll come back later. And I did, and I got those. So I pay 15 bucks for the pair because they neither, neither are priced. So I was just like, make, you just tell me a price. Yeah. No, I thought that was more than fair. Yeah. He, he definitely had a, uh, yeah, nothing was overpriced there. Yep. Um, we, uh, I got, I, well, okay. I had $7 left <clears throat> in my wallet <laughs> at the end of the day. We'll just flash forward to that real quick. Um, and I bought, and I kind of want to play it. You'll have to come over and we'll have to play it. But I had $7, so I'm trying to – I'm like wandering around. I'm like, okay, I got to spend $7 somewhere. So they – this one table – well, first there was this table that was pretty much selling exclusively Turbo Graphics games. And I was like joking around with guys. I was like, what can I get for $7? And they all laughed. For those who don't know, Turbo Graphics is a super expensive system to collect for. Uh, not yeah. super expensive, but it's it's expensive. Wait, no, not Turbo Graphics. CDI. No, Wait, no, no, not CDI. That was the joke. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm that sorry. was the joke. You All just right, spoiled thinking... it. But it wasn't CDI. Um, no, it wasn't CDI. I'm sorry. So I went to another table, and uh, they had a couple 3DO games. And they had this one. One was like 20 bucks. I was like, okay, there's no way I'm getting that. Um, but they had another one for 10 bucks. I go, will you take seven? And they go, yeah. I'm like, good, because that's all I have in my wallet. Um, <laughs> and it was Twisted the Game Show for the 3DO. And it's yeah. just like a, I don't know, it just looks like it's a game show that you play on a 3DO and it's going to be terrible and I can't wait to play it. Yeah. So I picked that up with the last of my monies. Uh, is that anything else? I don't know. I don't think so. Oh, that's right. I got, I got, I bought Sonic R in the Saturn. Oh, yes. Yeah. It was, uh, it goes for about like 50 bucks on eBay. It was a, no, no, it goes for a hundred according to that one table. Yeah. One booth had it for a hundred dollars. Now I was just like, no. That's not right. Yeah. And I was like, I don't believe that. That's not true. And I was like, I'm just going to forget about this game. Yeah, we had, we had a cool little conversation with uh, Gamester81. Yeah. Who has a cool YouTube channel? Yeah. Gamester's, Gamester's, he's, he's an old school guy. He's a, he's a really, really, really nice guy. Um, mm-hmm. I saw him. I shook his hand. I was talking to him and I was just, you know, and he asked me, he, he asked me, he's like, did you pick up anything good? So I was telling him and then I told him that I collect Friend64 and he, he asked me, what's the rarest game? And I go, uh, it's Clay Friday Sculptor's Cup, but they happen to have a copy right over at that table. So he walks over and we go looking at it and he's like, oh, okay. And then he goes, is Sonic R really a hundred dollar game? And I go, I don't think so. And you were standing right next to him. I go, my friend just bought a copy and he didn't spend a hundred dollars on it. So, and then we, you know, shot the shit with Gamester. Yep. Really nice guy. Yep. You know, gave us the time of day, which was cool. You know, he didn't yeah. have to. Yeah, he's got he's I, got some cool shit. I think you might be in his video. Really? I'm not sure though. It, you're walking away, and I can't tell if it's your sweatshirt or not. Is it a light blue hoodie? It kind of looks like it, but I'm not sure. I, I <laughs> I'm not sure. It's very it's very blurry. You're far away. Let's just say it's you. I always look blurry and far away, so that's fine. Yeah. 
There you go. Craig was in the video. Yeah, I'm famous. Yeah. So. I, I'm, I'm actually not subbed to his channel, so I should probably look at that and subscribe. Yeah. Um, He's got a lot of awesome stuff in his collection. Yeah. It's like everything. We also uh, talked about disk drives with him, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I talked to him. I was like, he said something. You know, I was talking about disk drives, and he's like, oh, do you have one? I'm like, yeah. He's like, he has one, too, I believe. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, actually. Does he? I think he might. Um, but then he started talking about Metal Jesus Rocks' video. I'm like, oh, don't worry. I saw that. I'm like, that is the coolest thing ever. So. And you guys had a moment. We had a moment. I had a moment. He didn't. I think he did say he has one because I think you meant, you said that I, oh, I know one person with a disk drive. And I was like, well, now I know too because I know Gamester now. Yes, we know I made him. the worst joke of all time. It was yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, beyond that, I said I bought Sonic R, 40 bucks, which was. Oh, an okay price at the time, but I mean, I need to pick up another case where I could probably just buy like a shitty sports game. Like, like an NHL, right? Something case. like that, yeah. Yeah, I don't care. I'll just find something. I'll probably just end up going to like a, what's that, video game exchange and grip buy one because they have a bunch of shit there. Yeah, I haven't been there forever. Yeah. Uh, the distance needs a little bit of cleanup too, which is easy to do. And, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, we left briefly to get lunch. We did. We went to that sandwich place, which was pretty good, except for that time they didn't bring your sandwich and gave it to somebody else. Yeah, the, I ordered a sandwich and they gave it to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had I, to remake it. So they had to remake it, and I should have gotten a free sub, but I was like, I'm not going to complain. It's just, yeah. I'm never coming back here regardless. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I don't live in, in Connecticut. Connecticut. Um, but we also went to, what was it, Game Exchange? Was the name of the store? Not to be excuse, not to be confused with Video Game Exchange. It's called Game Ex- Exchange. Game the Exchange. They had a booth at the at the convention. I couldn't tell you where. I don't even know if I bought anything from them. I don't even know if they actually had a booth. I think, i just assuming that they did. They definitely did. I know they did because I know the name. Because I remember talking to the clerk and he said, because we weren't the only people there who had uh, wandered in from the, the expo. Um uh-huh. And I picked up a copy of Arrow Gauge, Arrow Gauge for the N64. That was actually an upgrade. Um, I had a beat up Japanese copy. I don't even when I bought it, I get, I didn't realize it was a Japanese copy because the cover art's exactly the same. Um, so you have to like look at the back and just kind of. I just was dumb and didn't look. Always look at the back of your games, people. Uh-huh. If you're buying a game in a case, open it up. Look at the disc. Look for the manual. Yeah. Look, look. Make sure there's no gum in it. And if and if the if the person selling has a problem with it, don't buy it. Yeah. Um, and then I also got Kingdom Hearts for the uh, PS2 because I've been kind of on like a PS2 kick, just building up my collection, even though I haven't played them. Well, now is the time because everything's really cheap. Yeah, it's just one of those, and I think that's as far as I'm going to go is that generation. I think um, we'll get into it if I'll buy a new system soon, because um, there's a potential of that maybe. <laughs> well, um, well, that uh, spoilers. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll have a discussion because we haven't really even talked about this together yet. No. Um, but yeah, I bought those two games, so yeah, I've been kind of like on a PS2 kick. Um, just kind of picking up games that I I know are good. The the two, the two at the top of my list that I I wanted to pick up I got, which was Kingdom Hearts and Shadow of the Colossus. So, yeah, it's not too expensive to get games for. Yeah, I need some uh, any suggestions. Let me know, people. Final Fantasy Ten. See, <laughs> I won't play that. It'll take too long. 
Maybe I will. Uh, Maybe one Z- day. Zone of the Enders, the second runner. Metal Gear Solid 2. Metal Gear Solid 3. Subsistence. I didn't ask you, Craig. I asked our fans. You who, didn't specify. I'm naming out great games to you. God. People, if, anybody, if you can tell me any good games, <laughs> that'd be great. Yeah, sure. I'm a little right. stuffy. So that's pretty much <sighs> the retro world. Uh, well, we did some panels. We did, we did do some panels. So we went to the, uh, we went to Nor- uh, Norm, the gaming historian's panel. We went to his panel and you, I was on Jeopardy. He did Jeopardy Je- at the panel. Yeah, you were, <laughs> so one of the, one of them was Sonic games. Yeah, one of the categories. Sonic Game Gear games. That was like, yeah. maybe, what, three or four videos ago of his? Yeah, and you, you were crushing that. Yeah. And you, uh. I was, I was eggplant. You were eggplant. You were fucking all about the eggplant, man. That was, that was the best choice. <laughs> and t- so, so, there were, I'm trying to think of the category. So there was like a, it was like a, what, people, like a court cases or something like that. Yeah. Uh, Sonic games. There's like what six? I don't know how many categories in Jeopardy. Six or seven? Where the fuck it is? You were doing pretty good. Um, yeah. It went back and forth, and you lost. You the only reason you lost was in Double Jeopardy. Yeah. If and you didn't that bet, was because I, because one guy went all in, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm going all in too," just because. And the, the other guy went everything but but a dollar. Yeah. And I was just like, I, I almost did have everything but two dollars, but I was like, no, nah, that's stupid. I don't want to win like that. But so. uh, t- tell them your so tell them what the final question was. All right, the final question for those who don't know, on the Nintendo there were uh, some unlicensed games uh, made by Tengen. Yep, and they uh, apparently three of their games were released officially on the Nintendo on the NES. Uh, and the question was to name all three of those games. So I answered with Pac Man, ding ding which ding. Was one, I answered with RBI Baseball. Uh, was it RBI Baseball 1 or 2? I just said RBI Baseball. I don't even know. Uh, Regardless, you got it right. So ding, ding, ding. Yeah, so those are, those two. And you need to get all three. And I honestly had no clue what the third game was. Like, I had no idea. And See, I should you were, have known you were, it, but... And you were heckling me from the audience. Yes, I was. So, like, the entire time. So yes. I wrote Brad Sucks as my third response. Which I thank you because then Norm acknowledged <laughs> my existence. Yeah, he... Yeah, he because then he just re- he just reads off Pac Man, RBI Baseball, and then Brad sucks, and then everybody yeah. starts laughing, and then you're like, "Holy shit!" So it was I was like, "Oh yeah, me and Norm are yeah. besties now." Yeah, I almost <laughs> said "fuck Brad," but he wouldn't have I said think that. It, I would think I don't think he would have said that. So I, that's he would have he would have said I, "f Brad," but he wouldn't have said "fuck Brad." He, he might have said it, but I wasn't gonna push it. So yeah. whatever. Uh, regardless, it was entertaining. His his also, his panel is also on the uh, on the Super Mario Brothers movie. Yeah. So that's Which a I learned episode. some stuff about that, so that'll be his next episode. So subscribe and watch that, because he has a good channel. Yeah, um, last year it was, when we went to his panel, it was... Um, Ristar. Ristar. Yeah. Um, and then, so we got the live episode, and then a few months later, we actually got the actual episode. Yeah. So Which I thought was going to be like a burner episode, like he wouldn't even release it. I thought it was just like, a, oh, it's a, something he'll have exclusively for a panel. Yes, but, but yeah, no, he's got a great channel. Definitely check him out. Yeah. I think I think uh, if he we haven't yet, we, we're going to be turning Mike on to him because I think Mike would thoroughly enjoy that. Yep. Uh, so there's that, and yep. then uh, you went to Pat's panel. Uh, yeah, we went to was it? Yeah, we went to Pat's panel. Uh, that was fun because um, 
I think it was more fun for me more so than it was uh, Mike and his nameless friend. I, I should remember his name. What was his friend's name? Is it Dan? <laughs> Is it Tom? So. <laughs> Sorry, we're bad people. I'm an awful person. <laughs> nice guy. Yeah. Very nice guy. He did some stuff about games. Yeah. He went to Japan right before for his wedding. Uh, sorry, his, uh, his Honey- honeymoon. Yes. Um, but to past panel, he uh, obviously talked about the book. Um, there's going to be an app release that's kind of like... Um, a book companion, you a, com- a companion with the book. It'll, you know... It, I think it's... I don't know. I, I didn't really listen too much. Um, but it's going to be about, you know... Um, it's going to be like a collecting app uh, for the NES and whatnot. Um, and then he showed off a uh, new flea market madness and showed off a little bit of a flea market madness. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. It was fun. Um, I answered some questions. Panel. Yeah. And then he also did, uh, um, play the punk challenge, which he, he'll pick a game. He has a flash card. He puts it in. Pick a game. He gets two people. Whoever wins in that game, um, he gives them a prize. He did like <laughs> three rounds of that, and everybody who won each round um, got a free copy of his uh, book, um, ebook though. You know, a download. Oh, okay. oh, not the real book. Yeah, no. All right. Yeah. <laughs> that Which, his book is that. absolutely phenomenal. I, I definitely want to pick that up. Um, there's actually another book there. I had known about this book. Um, it's the NES Compendium, I think it's called. Yeah. Um, it's kind of, it, it's, I don't think it's along the same lines as Pat's book. It's not nearly as thick. It's definitely looks really well made. Um, mm-hmm. and then I think he's actively kickstarting the Super Nintendo version of it. And I saw somewhere, I don't know if it was on Twitter or on Facebook somewhere. Um, once he gets done with the Super Nintendo and gets that out, he is going to do an N64 one. So sweet. Anything N64 I'm about. I'm still waiting for my N64 book, which will be an entire episode once I get it. <laughs> Hopefully in the month of November. I, I'm i kind of, just thinking about it now, I'm kind of giddy. <laughs> um, though, um, I have read reviews and there are some, some wrong information. Very basic stuff that they got wrong. Is it a translation thing or is it the original? I'm just wondering if that's that's the case. If it's just a translation thing, because it's it, the book has been released in France, so the book's all in French. And what I kickstarted was a expanded translated version of it. Um, like they, like they'll have a picture, and underneath it, they'll have the little caption, and it'll say "Watermelon Red Console," and it's actually like an ice blue one or something. It's not, yeah, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, uh, which is not a big deal. Mm-hmm. I'm still excited for the book. Yeah. Um, uh, what was the any other panels did we do? We went to Woods panel. We went to Woods panel. That was fun because we were definitely the star hecklers of that panel. Yeah, we sat right in the front row, and then uh, we just gave them a hard time because every time they pronounced like they pronounce. Okay, so yeah. <sighs> well, let's pre- preempt. So it was uh, Wood, um, Allie, who has her own YouTube channel. Yep. Um, she does like review stuff. Uh, Woodhawker, if he his channel is called the Beat 'em Ups, he has a like a show called Game Quest, is like a Game Chasers like show, and mm-hmm. he does Wood Good Wednesdays, which he just pick up video, and then he does vlogs here and there. Um, I like Wood; he's fun. And then it was you uh, like Wood? I love Wood. So, <laughs> let, me, let me say that I love Wood. 
<laughs> Always pick the Dodongo. I love wood. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then there was Jordan, who was. I, uh, I always want to call him Jared. Yeah, it's Jordan from the. Uh, essentially, the game chasers. He's like one of the side, he, uh, one of one of Jay's friends who does his video editing. And yeah, like so that, on the so. Shady Jay ch- uh, show, like the Shady Jay's channel, uh, uh, Jared John Jehovahsafeset does all the editing. Yeah, that's what I said. Yep. Um, so there was the three of them. It was, it was mostly Wooden Alley just talking about like Australian shit. And Jay from the Game Chases was there just being drunk the entire panel. Oh, uh, so. Well, and just asking yeah. like just so many questions about Australia. Just trying to fuck around with them. Like, yeah. like have you like fought a kangaroo and shit? Yeah, have you boxed a kangaroo? <laughs> and then he was like, what else did he say? He, uh, have you ever caught a koala bear or something? <laughs> There's something else with the kangaroo, I thought. It was. It was really funny. It was, it was like it wasn't really like a panel. It was just like a, we're just fucking around for the last hour. Yeah, it was fun. Um, so, and then couple... uh, they, but they, you, we haven't even gotten to the best party. Okay, they were talking about Sega. Oh God! And they pronounce it as Sega. And they're telling us that we're wrong. Yeah. And no. I, and okay. I, and All I right. Said, well, so well, he Jordan asked Allie. He was like, okay. So say this after me: Sega, C or, or Sega, and then okay, it was so, well, Mega. Wait. Okay, so so in 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 America we got this the Sega Genesis. Um, everywhere else it was called the Mega Drive. Let's, yeah. So for the for our unlearned folk about retro gaming, they got the Mega Drive. Same thing, just different name. Go mm-hmm. on. So they would pronounce it as the Sega Mega Drive, but which made no sense because Sega and Mega are pronounced the the, the same thing right. except different letters. Exactly. So he what what did he say? See, no, I said it. Oh, you said it. I I had from the audience and I yelled Sega Mega Drive. Yeah, <laughs> and then she was like, "I heard that." And I was just like legitimately pissed. Uh, it was really funny. What was yeah? That was and then just ignored us the rest of the panel basically. Well, yeah, because I I had said like they had said they called it Sega and I yelled. I go, it says it when you turn a game on. It goes Sega. Sega. I was like, come on. And we kept heckling him, and Wood goes, okay, we're not talking to you guys anymore. <laughs> then he very quickly is like, no, you guys are great. I, you know, it was all in good fun. Yeah. But yeah, they, uh, the Sega Mega Drive. <laughs> no, we were, was... we were doing good. We were making that panel good, Craig. Yeah, we, we made were that star panel great hecklers. Again. Yeah. Uh, so. That was fun. That was a good way yeah. to end it. Yeah, really and then we left, we left right after that. We drove home and just had some laughs. And yeah, that was really fun. And then we then Mike and I were asking some Australian PAX friends uh, how they pronounce Sega, and they pronounce it Sega as well. So <sighs> Australia officially sucks. Yeah, fuck you, Australia. Between their spider rain and pronouncing Sega as Sega, they suck. S- speaking of Australian, um, I know you don't watch his channel, but uh, Arcade Impossible, essentially a game chaser show, but he just buys arcade cabinets. Um, released a video. From when he went to PAX Australia, yeah. But it was from let me let me find the year. It wasn't like this like the most recent. Maybe it was. Well, because Beat 'em Ups had a video from Aus, PAX Aus twenty fourteen. I think it was. This little. No, I watched came that out. video. It was kind of weird. Let me let me find it. I mean, Aus twenty sixteen is like literally next weekend. Yeah, he. Uh... So I would assume it would be twenty fifteen or twenty fourteen. When was this? I'm just. But speaking of which, the pins have not been revealed yet. They're a week behind. Two, 2014 is when he went. Okay. And he just released the video <laughs> uh, two days ago. 
Mm-hmm. So. You have to send me that video so I can see if I recognize anybody from it. Uh, Wood is in it, and I believe – I don't know if Allie was in it, but Wood was in it. I think it was before okay. he moved to the States. Yeah, because I watched Wood's video. He was, like, taking the car in every day, and they, like, they broke down and shit. And it, they, they drove, like, I think three hours a day or something, too. It was oh, something God. stupid. It was ridiculous. Ugh, yeah. But when you when you spend all your money on video games instead of like a hotel, it's well, yeah. Well, we found out that Australian like collecting Australia blows. It's like super well, yeah, because expensive. first of all, their their dollar is super weak. Like yeah. it's right now. I think the conversion rate is uh one is like seventy Australian cents. I'm sorry. What is it? I'm trying to. Think. I'm gonna I'm gonna get it backwards. But the it's dollar one, is gold. Right, the, the U.S. Dollars. dollar is worth like a dollar and thirty-three cents in Australia, so it's like a thirty-three percent like difference or something like that. So, I mean, when they were talking about like, gaming worth like, I think they said it's like one hundred fifty Australian dollars. Like, I think it's only like one hundred and ten dollars in the U.S. or something like that. One hundred dollars. Yeah, but that's still a significant increase. But it, it yeah. was even even like games that were worth a hundred dollars there are worth like fifty. It's, here it's, a, it's like or a less. twenty, thirty, forty dollar game here. Yeah. Oh, right, but you got to figure what's, the what's smaller, rare print, smaller print runs yeah. there. You know, different distribution, all that they, shit. Yeah, so they it's, also it's have totally a, different world. Yeah, they have a, a very, very strict. Like we have the ESRB, which is just rating for video games, but then we also have a rating system for just movies, and then there's, um, you know, CDs, which have the parental warning. Those are all separate entities. Yeah. In Australia, what I, what what I learned is that everything's governed under one thing. So yeah, movies, music, and video games are all rated the same way. Yeah, and so, so they, there's there's times they what game there was a game that was illegal for them to even have. Yeah, they said it was. I think it was Manhunt. Like it was about to release, and like the day before, they were just yeah. like, no. They, they and they it. had like they basically recalled it, and it never released. So I don't even know if like people actually got copies of it or yeah. whatever. Like, well, I know there's like a super rare fucking copy of Manhunt or Manhunt Two down there. Yeah, and then there's. Contra, which is, and they got renamed, right? Like, and they had um, robots in it instead. Yeah, it wasn't. That wasn't so. Contra with the robots isn't actually that. It wasn't just in Australia. That was uh, also Germany. in, I think, Germany. Yeah, as well. Some other uh, pal country, whatever it is. Yeah, they they so. changed everything. The robots to yep. make it apparently robots fighting robots is cool. and just like Ninja Turtles. Yeah. So. So, anyways, that was Retro World Expo. Yeah, um, it was a lot of fun. In terms, I'm glad we went. yeah, in terms of uh, first year versus second year, second year was um, set up and run way better. First year was yeah. great; it was a lot of fun; it was really good. But second year, they got way more people. Um, they set it up differently. Just the fact that they had us go in a different entrance made a world of difference. Yeah, yeah, a lot, um, a lot of the setups would actually be pretty good. So. Yeah. Um, and the arcade, which I didn't, we didn't do much of, was uh, set up a lot better. Didn't feel as cramped as it, it, it did. The first well, last year. year had an arcade and the classic stuff in there. This year, like the classic kind of crammed in the corner. Yeah, which was fine because I why am I gonna go to a video, a video game convention to play video games? I can just play at home. Yeah. Um, they also moved the band, so they had live music throughout the day or it was just the tail end of the day. I think at the, no, they haven't throughout the day. I think starting like noon, but they had him in that arcade room. Yeah. But which was cool. year one, they didn't do it until later in the evening. The yeah. 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 And it was right in the, on the convention floor. 
and yeah. they had like a DJ going, and then this year they had a DJ going, so there was like music playing in the background, but the bands were in the the arcade, free play arcade. Yeah, um, uh, I actually like the DJ. They were playing a lot of like chip tuny stuff, and there's music from games from like sixteen and Ipid era. So yeah, it was cool. It was definitely a uh, leaps and bounds better the uh, second year. Yep, I hope to see it grow so we can actually maybe go to a better convention hall than that tiny piece of shit. It's a nice hall. It's a, it's a nice looking room. It's, it's just big. gets a little cramped. And I would like to. I just hope yeah. it, like, again. I want to see it grow. More people go. More shops. Whatever. It's. To, it's. I guess the. Um, I don't want to be like pack size or anything like that. That's stupid. But like you know, a little no. bit bigger. Yeah, I guess the only concern that I would think of is is does Connecticut have a bigger convention hall? I think do? Hartford does. Yeah, but I don't want to go to Hartford. Hartford's dirty. <laughs> this is shameful. Yeah, fuck Hartford. Yeah, but if anyways, we any, if we have any listeners in Hartford, fuck you. <laughs> but let's let's move on to our other topic because we're oh. already like an, almost an hour into this. Oh shit! I forgot we had another thing to go. Yeah. <laughs> or we can or we can save it. Eh. That'll be a while. Let's just let's just talk about it quick because I mean we don't really know that much about it. No, let's talk about it. Nintendo Switch. Um, it's Nintendo's next new console. Yes. Um, slash handheld hybrid. I I will say this real quick. I am a, a maybe on might buy it. So I'm a really? maybe maybe. Why why is this any different than another Nintendo console and or any console that makes you want to buy it? It's. It it doesn't feel as gimmicky as see the Wii ruined it for me. The Wii U was too confusing because people didn't know it was the name was terrible. They shouldn't have named it that. And it it I don't know. It just felt dirty to me. Um, this is 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 it's a gimmick, but it's not too far off. It's like a perfect innovation for me. I think yeah. Nintendo's like potentially hit the nail on the head. Um, mm-hmm. The fact that it's cartridge based, um, I mean, you can argue that it's both a home console and uh, you know a portable system. Um, I'm obviously looking at it in the eyes. I, I'll you I would use it more as a home console. So the fact that there's a cartridge based home console system is just cool for me. Because I'm so in the year retro. 2017. I'm just so retro. Um, you know, I, I it looks cool. I, I think I think this, uh, the design is awesome. I think it looks really cool. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a maybe that I might buy it. Okay. Um, which is a couple of factors. Obviously, I need to know more about it. We know that Nvidia had, was an integral part of the components. That mm-hmm. that is, they came out and said that. Um, that means nothing to me. <laughs> uh, that's it's good to know because they released like the Nvidia Shield, yes, which is a portable. I believe it links up to your network, and it and you need to have an Nvidia video card, mm-hmm. and it like outputs the games to that to your handheld device essentially that run on Nvidia. So you can basically play like The Witcher on your handheld over the network or something like that. I don't know too much about it, so I, don't, I mean, this could all be wrong. But I'm pretty sure that's, like, something close-ish. Yeah. Um, it was cool. This thing is going to be a huge hit at conventions, I feel. Like, I feel once it's out, we're going to see it at PAX. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if, if right now, there's a rumor that Zelda Wii U is going to launch on, like, March... I think it was, like, March 4th, mm-hmm. 2017 or 3rd. Uh, PAX is... 
the next weekend after that. Yeah, we'll we'll see them then. Yeah, we'll definitely. So if it releases before Patch, we're gonna see a shit ton of these things. Cause yeah, there's a lot of Nintendo fans out there. Let's let's and let's. They're, they're all ready to just drop their wallets for this. So year. so this this Nintendo Switch talk. Let's let's go forward, assuming that everybody listening has already seen the teaser tr- video for it. So they yeah. already know um, that obviously the controllers. Um, can mount onto the side of a screen, which is essentially the system. Um, it has a dock. Then you, what, they're called Joy Cons. Am I correct in that? Yeah, the Joy Cons are the, uh, they're literally just like the attachment controllers you attach either to the your system? little portable controller or the system. Yeah. But there's also, um, a pro controller that they showed yep. off. Yeah. Um, which is cool. Um, you know, it, it, so, I mean, you can also use, so you have, the Joy-Cons you can hold in either hand and play them kind of like you're holding two Wiimotes, I guess, mm-hmm. is, is the best way to describe it. Um, you can put it in like its own mounting thing, which I think is the called the grip, the Joy-Con grip. I'm not sure. sure. I'm not sure if that's correct or not. Um, Close enough. I think we But it turns that. that into essentially just a, a, you know, a more xbox e style controller it yeah and then but then there's also a pro controller which is just a standard controller um and then you can but which all work the same way as far as i know but then you can hand off each individual controller for two players yep uh which looks kind of that could be cool i um, I don't think it's going to be like, it's, it's for like a, hey, you want to play quick game Mario Kart? That's yeah. something easy you can do. It's just, you're busy yeah, using left and right and then the triggers and that's it. Yeah. So that's um, fine. Could you link them up? Was there something about you linking them up? Could you link up more than. What, systems together? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They showed like the whole, uh, the esports shit yes. in the video. Yes. That's um, cool. Like they're showing like Splatoon. Like it was just all like, not actual real gameplay, but it was like Splatoon and Mario Kart. I, don't think they showed that linking up, but they showed with two controllers. Uh, yeah, I mean they did show some games. Else, so yeah. they sh- they obviously showed off Breath of the Wild, the new Zelda game. Yeah. Um, they showed off um, Skyrim. The they, they did show Skyrim on there, which is kind of cool. Some kind of basketball game. Uh, they did show NBA Two K something. Yeah, they was it what is it Mario Kart Eight or was it a new Mario Kart? I'm not sure about that. Uh, it looked like it was a Mario Kart 8, like, plus. Okay. Because, so, uh, because Boo is not a playable character in Mario Kart 8, and he was in that video. Okay. Um, so. they showed off Splatoon, and then, I, I was more excited for this, they showed off a, a Mario game. Yeah. And it looked, a, like, a throwback to, like, a Mario 64. Yeah. Just, I mean, just from the quick clip that I saw, it looked kind of like that. Which has kind of got me excited, which mm-hmm. is a big reason why I might maybe possibly think about buying it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot of unknowns. Right. They also said they're not going to release any more info until next year, which is, what, two months before at the earliest that, that it'll come out? Yeah. Um, but March, March is confirmed as of right now for the release date. Uh, unless something changes again for all we know. That's new hardware. Anything can happen. But, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm very mixed on this system. I, I mean, there's a lot of unknowns. It, it is, right. Is, is there going to be I any backwards compatibility yet. on it? We don't know. They said no, because there's no disk drive, first of all. Okay. However, I, that doesn't mean like, you know, digital releases couldn't work on it or something like that. But, um, 
you got to figure though too. They also have not confirmed touch controls working on it yet. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, you don't know if it's are they move controls? Is, uh, is it going to be? Uh, well, it's. It looks like it might be like a multi-touch screen, which would be a totally different uh, system than what the Wii U uses. Yeah, because the Wii U is a uh, is a resistive uh, touch screen, which is like the DS, mm-hmm. and. So, like, you couldn't use a stylus extension. You have to use your finger or something that that works like it, which, I mean, they might have a different stylus with it, whatever. Uh, so, I, I see maybe, like, virtual console games, like, working on it. Like, pay a dollar to upgrade like you did in the I, I know there was, there like was rumors a while back that um, they were going to release, because uh, they said it was going to be, which is now proven that it was going to be, you know, somewhere in between a handheld and a home console, you're going to be able to do both, which they showed yeah. that. Um, there was, I know I did hear rumors, I don't know how long ago, probably earlier this year, that there was, that they were going to release a, uh, an add on disk drive for it so that you could get that backwards compatibility. But I don't think that's going to, that, that, that was also, yeah, that, it was just a rumor. And I think there was also, they were, they were saying that so that, cause there was also, a thought process that it was only going to be digital only. They, yeah. you know, I heard that. So they, that would be there was, suicide. Yeah. They, they, I think the, when the rumor started about a disc drive, it was like, okay, so there's still going to be physical media for the system. I, I, to be honest, I'd say start fresh, clean slate, no backwards compatibility. Um, in terms of physical media, don't add a disc drive just so you can play your Wii U games. It's does. I, I don't see a point to it. We got to figure too, if they do that, it would only work when it's plugged into the base. Exactly. Yeah, you're not going to be able to take it with you. Yeah, I think it's it's not worth it for them. I mean, if they mm-hmm. want to do a digital release, they're going to have to add some incentive to people who already own it. Like if they're going to, you know, put Splatoon on it on a digital download, they have to add something to it for to make it worthwhile, and they have to do some kind of a, I think if you already own it, some kind of a discount somehow. They have to figure that out. You know. You're not going to ask somebody to pay another $50, $60 for a game they already have. Uh, you don't know Nintendo fans that well. I guess not. I'm kind of out of the <laughs> on this. I like, uh, I, I'm, again, I have like sort of mixed feelings on it, but like if, uh, Why? I know one game I would definitely pay again for would be like a Smash Brothers. Yeah. Plus, if they added new characters, new stages, things like that, which I don't know if they would. I could see them doing a, like, Smash Brothers complete. For it, because it has that system has USB ports, so I could easily use the GameCube adapter for the Wii U with that, which would be fine. And you know, just include all the DLC characters, whatever for I don't care whatever price they're fucking gonna charge for it. The DLC characters alone are like fifty dollars in all the stages. It's crazy, if not more. Uh, so I don't know, but a lot apparently like all the dev videos that they showed, it's like ports of games that already exist slash a new Mario game, like. Skyrim has existed for what five years, I think. I I think that yeah, and it's it's like the which that does that game does nothing for me. It's I like the no desire to play that. No, but it's it's just one of those things. It's like okay, look at what we're what what it can do. Right, which is cool. I think that's great. You yeah. know, that's that's something that's going to sell to some people, like people that only buy Nintendo systems that may have never played that game. Like that's kind of cool. They just they just desperately need that third party support, though. Right, and which they did show a relatively large lineup of third parties that are on board for this but that happens every year every time if you look at the if you look at the list compared to the wii u and the wii though it's pretty substantial it's it's a lot more yeah 
Yeah. I'm not saying that's still going to pan out that way, but like, you know, the... you, you've always heard like with the weed, people said third, third parties were like, yeah, we're going to develop for this. And then they didn't do anything. Yeah. You know? Um, so we'll see. You, you hope, um, you hope. Yep. So, I mean, why, I mean, why are you, why are you mixed on this? It's, I just need to see software. Is, is that, is that it? You just probably it's the next, yeah. intent, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I, I I think the Wii was an awesome system, not in terms of hardware, but in terms of it had a lot of good games for it. But however, the only good games for it were first party games. Yeah. There was virtually no third party support, which really dragged the system down. I mean, it, but yeah. But if you're buying a Nintendo system for third party games, you're doing it wrong. I've always said that. Yeah, yeah, you you know. Especially said like post GameCube anyway. Like the yeah. Wii only had a couple of good third party games. Wii U, I can't name one. Probably all the not. first, all the good games were either published by Nintendo, like Bayonetta Two was technically made by a second party or third party, whatever, but it was still published by Nintendo. They funded that game. Yeah. Uh, and everything else that I own, I think there's one or two games I own. That are not first party. And one is Assassin's Creed 3. And it was a shit game. Not because of the Wii U. But it's a bad game. And I just needed a game to play on it when it came out. So. Uh, there's that. I just think with with <sighs> the. Uh, I like that Nintendo tries to. I like how when you have Xbox and PlayStation 4 competing for this. You know. You know. Pretty much. It, it, the gaming style is the same. You have a controller. That's pretty much what you get. Yep. And just trying to go for power and graphics, I I I think Nintendo is right in kind of going a different direction. They're not going in the opposite direction, but they're going in a different direction with innovation. Um, and I think with the Wii, at first it was cool, but all said and done, what panned out, it was a wicked gimmick. I'm not going to say much about the Wii U, but it's it, it, that I think the Wii U is a step in the right direction. Um, I still think uh, it was in terms of sales. <clears throat> no, but I, I, I think <laughs> the Wii was literally a DS for your TV. Yeah, I, that I, is all that system is, which I, is not a bad thing. But it didn't really do anything unique. Like the the like looking down at your controller and then back up, it really didn't work that well. Like you're looking at this no. like standard def tablet that the shit ba- absolutely shit battery life, which is another thing that we need to talk about for this thing. Yeah, but um, I, I I still think. With the Wii U, regardless of whether numbers wise it did well, I think in terms of it, it 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 was a step in the right direction to get Nintendo back on a path that's not so alienating. Because I feel like in terms of third party development, the Wii and the Wii U, at least the Wii, it definitely was like, okay, well, what do we do with this? And I think it was kind of probably too. Well, they dumb. tried something and they thought people wanted it, and it. I mean, the system sold very well. Yeah. We can't deny that. Nintendo made yeah. fucking bank on the fucking Wii and their software. Absolutely. But when you water it down well, in the long right, run. Right, when it was all said and done, it was they, they turned their back on their core audience. Yep. And it showed. I mean, people stepped away with the Wii U. People were very skeptical on it because it just it didn't do that well. I mean, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I remember when it was announced at E3, the Wii, I was super excited for it. I was like, this yep. is awesome. Um, but again, after having it for a year... I was like, okay, it's just a lot of the same. Um, so, um, in terms of what I've seen now for the Switch, I think this is a, a perfect innovation for Nintendo. Because, without a doubt, whether they with their home consoles, whether they've done right or wrong, they've always been r- pretty much right with their handhelds. 
Yeah. They've always... However, it's worth noting that this is not a replacement for the 3DS. Yeah, they that was... Said that. Because, yeah, that, that was a, a curiosity of, of mine. You gotta figure, though, they don't wanna... They can't go all in with this because the... The handhelds are what still makes them money right now. Oh, absolutely. That's the only thing that like, makes them money. <laughs> the, the, the Wii U is like, did not do that well, obviously. Maybe, so maybe, that... maybe this is a ploy to be like, okay, let's make this handheld that's also a home console so we can get all of our handheld players buying. Right, but that's what the DS was too. The DS was originally going to be a third pillar, quote unquote, uh, which they were, you know, cause they, they had the Game Boy line, they had the Game Boy brand, which was huge. Yeah, and then they they turned around and made this new thing, and I guess if it failed, you know, they could have just gone back to the Game Boy, but it, it succeeded, and the DS uh, was one of the most successful systems of all time. Was it a slow start? I feel like it was uh, a slow start. The 3DS was definitely a slow start. The was DS, it? I, I mean, I guess I'd say it was a slow-ish start, but I think it still did fine. After a year, the DS like really fucking blew up, like after Nintendogs and a Mario game. Well, a Mario game that wasn't a port came out, things like that. I mean, like yeah. Super Mario, new Super Mario Brothers DS, like that game was shit, but it sold a shit ton of copies. I hate that game, but it really <laughs> did well. Yeah, Nintendo has always done the handhelds right. They, they're they're the kings, and then I, I people have you know, I mean, obviously Sony's tried. Yes. Yeah. Um, and know. the DS is still a big brand too. They can't just let that go. The 3DS was like fucked at the beginning, but it really it ended up panning out okay. So. Is that maybe that's what I'm thinking of? Didn't they? Yeah, didn't they? It was offer well, they, some kind of deal for early early adopters of the, the uh, 3DS? yeah. What happened was the the 3ds launched at 250 dollars, and then did okay right away. But there was no software for it. There was like there was basically like no launch Mario game. And like I think the first game that was coming out for it was like Zelda: Ocarina of Time, like four or five months later, and it still didn't do so hot. So they cut the price down to like 180 dollars. So 70 dollar price cut within like the first six months. And everybody who bought a system before blah blah date was able to download uh, ten free Game Boy Advance games and ten free NES games digitally. That's um, cool. Yeah, so I mean, I still have all of them. I transferred them onto my new 3DS, whatever. Blah blah blah. Because uh, I bought the system day one at launch, and uh, yeah, so I'm an idiot. Whatever. That's why I'm kind of like skeptical on this because it's like, well, I was buying systems on launch, and then it's just like. Yeah, something you, good always comes down later, like a holiday bundle or a discount or whatever. Yeah, so I'm just well, like, I, it's it's all going to come down to their launch titles and third yeah. party support. They're going to need a really good lineup of launch titles. Um, in, which in, I mean, if they just port Wii U games, you're going to get a lot of people who did not buy a Wii U to buy that thing and buy those games, which is fine. Which is fine, but you don't. I don't. That, that's not going to make me want to buy it. I'm going to need to see. Obviously, Zelda is going to be a launch title. Zelda is going to be a launch title. That is a hundred percent fact. And I need to to see a really really good trailer for the Mario game, and that needs to be a launch title. And we don't know if that is or not. That's probably not going to be a launch title. I expect that to be like a holiday. And you got to figure that's just a tech demo video too. That might not even be the real yeah, game. Yeah, that might not be anything. We don't know. Right. Which this is all this is all assumptions because it's literally uh a two-second clip of what looks potentially to be a cool-looking Mario game that's kind of stripped down and back to its roots. Because, to be honest, every Mario game that's come out since Galaxy hasn't caught my fancy. You just need to play more Super Mario 3D World. I just, it's really good. It's just... But you understand where I'm coming from. Yes. Yeah. It's... It's, it's not know. that type of game, though. It's... 
I understand. It is not. I I don't think it's a, it's not a full 3D Mario game like Galaxy or 64. That's or Sunshine. what I need. I need. That's exactly what I'm. I want though. So, and I think a lot. I feel like they've turned their back on that, and I think they realize that. That's a. I mean, I think that they've maybe held off on it because they well, they took it in a. They took it in a weird direct a direction that I you know I'm not. I'm, I still think you, sh- you should give. I mean, you're the one who before said that. Uh, well, actually, no, I'm sorry. I'm th- I got this reversed. You, I mean, you like the 3D Mario games. Obviously, you like the 3D Mario games. This combines the 3D World game combines the two into one. Then I'm gonna be it's, bad at it. So doesn't mean you can't have fun. I, I'm terrible at it though. I'm not gonna have fun for long. I'm gonna play for like ten minutes and then give up. Because <laughs> if it, if it has anything to do with 2D, I'm just not good at it. It's just like that style. It gets the goalpost, but it's in a 3D environment, and the control is very fluid and good. Yeah, but I need it to just be in 3D because 3D games are easier. It is in 3D. But it's 2D. Everything about it is in 3D. It plays like a 2D game in terms of like that gameplay style. Like, get from the beginning to the end, but in a 3D environment. I don't like it. You're just, you're just being a bitch. I, it, it's true, but I'm like... I'm stuck in my ways. I want to be able to collect eight red coins, even though we all hated that, and then get a star at the end of it. And then I want to collect a hundred coins and get a star. More of the same gets old bread. That's we need to at least change things up a little bit. Try it, see something different. Hey, that's what Probably I. Probably those new Mario games not going to be that. I'm hoping. It could be. That's if, fine. If, that's that, fine. if the new Mario game is like, uh, like a new Mario 64, I, I'm probably going to buy the system, just for that. Oh. Mario 64 remake, full on HD. No, I don't want that. I want <laughs> it. I want it to be. I want it to be. So we got a Galaxy two. I want a Mario 64 two with new graphics yeah. and. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I've alienated myself from new consoles, so this yeah, will be we weird. We know this. Everybody knows this. Nobody. You knows talk it. about it every episode. I know. It's just. I don't think the N64 has not come up in an episode before. It's always or Banjo. Actually, I'm mentioning Banjo Kazooie right now because this is the first time it has not been mentioned. In an I, well, I almost sure. texted you this weekend, but my my schedule didn't work out. I was like, we need to do a Banjo Kazooie run soon. Yeah, I was actually going to come over on like Sunday, but I think there was a football game, so I didn't even bother. I don't. We can do that. I don't care. Well, we need to start one soon. Yeah, we just need to do it in one day, Brad. That's tough for just me. Just fucking man. start and finish. Start to finish. I mean, we could. It wouldn't take. It probably take us like six hours. Yeah. Exactly. And by us, I mean I would probably get halfway through and then stop and then let you finish. We we know this would happen. Yeah, it's exactly what's gonna happen. I, I think I, I think I would need two sittings. We'll see. I don't know. We could try. We could see how far. We could always like play, go get lunch, and then come back and play more. This is true. We could we could do like a morning run and then take a break and then do an evening run. Exactly. Go see Doctor Strange and go back and play it. We could, but I think next do- weekend. <laughs> next weekend. But we have to do it before the end of the year. There's no no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Yeah, we we've got like we got like ten weeks to do it. <laughs> Plenty of time. We could play it like three times over. Yeah, exactly. So that being said, Nintendo Switch. I'm a might might buy it. Double might. I'm also might buy it, but. I actually have a pre-order in Blue Moose, so I'm probably gonna end up with it anyway. Yeah, you're. I, I think regardless <laughs> of whether you're gonna, you're gonna get it. I, I, I will absolutely eventually have one. That yeah. is, there. It I is. think, I think the longest you'll wait is maybe a year after release. Maybe 
I think it would have... probably be a holiday of launch year. Is probably the longest I would wait because I would like, I would like to see you know a gift card or a free game bundle and something like that or a a variation of color to it, like you know, yeah. not just a black, like a Zelda one or something. Yeah, I I just they better release an F Zero, a new Star Fox, even though we just got a new Star Fox, didn't we? Yep. I want. Oh, we're never gonna get an F Zero, and we'll. Oh, Pokemon Snap Two. Yeah, yeah, we need that. We've been talking about Pokemon Snap Two for like when did the first one come out? Like eighteen years now, Brett. If that first one came out eighteen years ago, that's okay. We still <laughs> like. Would you not be pumped if they made a Pokemon Snap Two? Absolutely. Yeah, it'd be that's great. Like seventeen years ago, whatever. Uh, what else? What else would be good on there? Uh, Pokemon Red and Blue came out. Banjo Three E finally, which would never yeah, happen. yeah. Nintendo's gonna buy back the license from Ban- uh, from Microsoft for Banjo Three E, and then then Retro Studios is gonna be the one secretly developing this no, game. No, 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 just give it to Platonic. No, yeah, no, because it's gonna uh, put in the Unity engine. A new Rush game, Rush Three. Yeah, who owns that license? Uh, I think it's like a Midway. Oh, Acclaim. Is that who it is? Maybe. Ah, uh, uh, who knows. Yeah. Man, I'm just I'm just yeah, that's it. That's all I want. Yeah. <laughs> I just want I just want a bunch of N sixty four games on it. Great. Oh we can put some GameCube games on there. Sure. Uh a new Simpsons game. Yeah. Simpsons hit and road rage run. Oh, I think the last Simpsons game that came out was like the Simpsons game for the movie. I have it. Did you get the PS two one? Yeah, I got it for like Two bucks or something like that, or five bucks or something cheap. Yeah. Oh, Saunders going out of business. Oh, really? Yeah. No. I went in there yesterday, and they had a going out of business sale, and pretty much they said make an make a fair offer on anything you buy, and then it said in really small lettering, except Legos and video games. I walked in anyways, and nobody was there, and they had like the systems that they wanted way too much money for, like the PlayStation with the two controllers that they wanted like a hundred dollars for. Yeah. And like a couple of Xboxes. And then they had no games I was interested in, and nobody was around. I could, probably could have just taken this stuff, but I walked in, looked, and then walked out. Yeah. Huh. So. It's a shame, because it would have been nice if we had an actual video game store. Yeah. Speaking of which, market. I have the capital. Want to start a video game store in Amesbury? At the capital? Yeah. <laughs> the, the moolah, baby. Yeah, yeah. How about you start it, and I'll just be there? No. It's It's... It's we, not an easy business, it seems. No, I I feel like I don't even know. I I can't even say because I can't. Because I, I would not want to be like a. Con, I feel like a con artist if I was charging certain prices that certain stores do. But whatever, it's it's whatever. Uh, no, I'm going to say no. Have fun. I'm not going to do it. Because because how, you know how unsuccessful that business would be. And do you know why it would be unsuccessful? Why, Brad? Why would it be unsuccessful? Because I would just keep everything. <laughs> I would just keep everything. Like, oh, that's cool. I'm gonna keep that. My yeah. collection would, if it if it had a successful start, and I would get a lot of people. Like, I would just be just just dumping money down the drain by buying people's collections and just keeping it and never selling anything. Yeah, that's why we, that's why it would fail. Yeah. So yeah, Retro World yeah. Expo, Nintendo Switch. We talked about yeah. those things. <laughs> so that's those are things. We'll probably be talking about them much more in the future. Yeah. Uh, let's see. 
Again, the Pax Australia pins and I'll mess up. Probably note that next time we talk. Uh, what happens? Oh yeah, we'll, we'll probably see Doctor Strange next episode. We can talk about that next episode. Yeah, that'd be exciting. Yeah, look forward to good. the to the next episode, people. Yeah, we'll talk about things that you don't care about. Nope. Until next time. Bye forever. Bye.